0: Movies and Booze, I'm Moncrief, on Newstalk. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on Newstalk. Our WhatsApp number is 087-1400-106. You can send us an email to afternoon at newstalk.com or you can follow us on Twitter. Indeed, it is time uh, from Movies and Booze. I am uh, thrilled to say that Olivia Fahey, Annette, Annette Freeman and Linda Coogan uh, join us once again. Good afternoon to you all. Good afternoon. Uh, Linda, let's start with you. What are you going to be talking to us about?
1: I am going to talk to you about two kind of lesser known um, wines, I suppose, although myself and Olivia had a little chat and it's not that <laughs> little bit unknown. Uh, so, white from Italy, which is usually known for reds.
0: Reds, yeah. Uh,
1: so, a grape called Vermentino and uh, Rioja from Spain, but not your typical oak style, one that's going completely different. Direction, fruit, bright, bright oh and God, juicy. Yeah, that, I'm just yeah. smelling
0: it. doesn't smell like you're. It yeah, doesn't, like it all. doesn't. So no. it's
1: just kind of new wave, different type of wine, winemaking and uh, something a bit different.
0: Okay, so, so Olivia, you're a huge fan of the Vermentino then, are we?
2: I am. I'm actually just back from Italy and when I looked at the bottle, I was just like, <gasps> oh, hang on a minute. I know that wine. We literally just had it in Italy. Oh, right, okay. because so, it's called... Well, actually, I won't give away the name, but there's a connection to why I was in Italy, which is why I remember the name, so...
0: Okay, and, and where were you in Italy? I was in Milan. Okay,
2: very nice. In Milan and Monza, so I was over for the F1. Oh,
0: was that... Do you like
2: that kind of thing? I am obsessed. i followed it since I was six years old, and I've only now made it to a race for the first time. And I have to say, it was, like, a brilliant race to get to as well. Because you're surrounded by Ferrari fans, and I'm sitting there in my Red Bull cap being like, "No, <laughs> please don't lynch me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and and what makes a good race?
2: Lots of overtaking, um, a lot of excitement, some... I hate to say it crashes <laughs> sometimes. Is that
0: why people watch it? Really, they just want to see somebody die.
2: No, or not. be maimed
0: at least. Not really. That's like, what it, it's, it's about. It is
2: exciting, and Drive to Survive has definitely helped people understand the excitement involved in a race. So, yeah. like as much as I would call them blow-ins, um, I do appreciate the publicity it's given the sport. Yeah, I must say I don't.
0: I, I don't get it at all. It'd be <laughs> like going out to, to see. <laughs> that's yeah, it, like, that's <laughs> it's like going out to, to watch the M50 on a good day. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It'd help if they didn't have helmets on you could see their beautiful faces. That's, you know, that might help. Very true. But there's a, fan okay. there's a couple of them that are pretty. Really nice. Hot. Oh, yeah. there's a kind of
0: whole boy band element <laughs> to it. Yeah, definitely. Okay, it's 100%. Yeah.
3: Smooth operator science. Uh, like, I can't think of any of their names, of course, but uh, yeah. there's one on a screensaver upstairs and he's
2: particularly
0: <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> OK. So, do race raise your Who won it?
2: Uh, Max Verstappen won it okay. um, Carlos Sainz for Ferrari finished third uh, Perez for Red Bull was second for that okay. race so well, at least a Ferrari made it onto the podium
0: what would they get for that now
2: bottle of champagne and a nice trophy and is hope, that it like, a, like a check or something <laughs> well they were already millionaires from every race for their contracts so
0: oh right okay so you don't get money for actually re- winning the race no. As
2: far as I know. Well, maybe they get bonuses. I don't, don't know. know. A <laughs> nice, nice round of applause. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> that was some very fine overtaking there. Well done. Good
3: Good
2: done. You on the side
3: of the M50. Well
2: done there. Sorry, sorry. I'm, di- I'm dissing your, 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 your love. And, uh, your... It's fine. I'm well used to it. Like pre-Drive to Survive, like I was teased to no end for my love of Formula One. And now everybody loves it. And some people even made it to races before me. And I have to say, I was very annoyed.
0: Okay. Was well, <laughs> it very smelly though? When you're no, sitting and it's just like Petrol and you know
2: no because they so it's in the hybrid era now so they're actually not even as loud so I even brought earplugs with me but they were not half as loud my ears were perfectly fine without them
0: okay hybrid meaning half. so it's
2: not it's not all like petrol no, donkey
0: <laughs> 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 a little pair of legs
2: <laughs> so it just means that it's more um, environmentally conscious shall we say
0: I go on. <laughs>
2: they they
0: pull into to recharge on a bed stop everybody waits for 45 minutes (laughs) the
2: figure was when we we were walking through to uh, try and get to our seats there was an actual helicopter parking lot
0: of course there was Yeah, I should have one of them in the Galway races that's (laughs) such a big thing as (laughs) well Uh, right, so the two movies today both look
2: like really good movies. I know, shock horror. I've yeah. actually come with two movies that I really enjoyed. So yeah. we have Dumb Money, which is about the big GameStop uh, short squeeze. Um, for those of you who don't know what a short squeeze means... You're it's going essentially... to explain it in detail. <laughs> I, <laughs> I will, because I, I actually Googled what the actual definition was to make sure I wouldn't get it wrong. Um, but yes, it's all about like money, investment, stock exchange. Yeah. It, it isn't actually as boring as it sounds, but... Um, Yes, it's very, very entertaining, really enjoyed it and has a killer cast as well, which Mm. I was really impressed with. They all actually did a really, really good job as well. And our other uh, film is Flora and Son, the new John Carney film, which is getting a limited cinematic release this week before it hits Apple Plus uh, next week. So also another stellar cast and set in Dublin and just really, really beautiful. Uh, And we
0: know like John Carney saw lots of music. But for, like from what I've read, there's no, Eve Fusen has been working for a while now, but this could be the...
2: This could be the big one. Honest yeah. God, I have seen her in quite a few things. I've always really enjoyed her. And but this just took us to a whole new level. I was really taken aback by just how engaging and just how much she drew you into the story. Because when you do have an actor uh, who's able to do that, then that helps you kind of th- with the believability of the story that you're trying to tell and it's so important especially for your lead to be able to do that and I thought you did a fantastic job
0: OK right so that's uh, that's all to talk about uh, in the meantime sharp news but I always thought he was dodgy Ed Sheeran's breaking into people's houses
2: <laughs> yeah
3: uh, Ed has been doing a bit of breaking and entering he's been uh, popping up in people's living rooms and uh, uh, kitchens and bedrooms and he's been surprising his fans to sing live versions of uh, songs from his new album which is called um, Autumn Variation um, so he's been turning up totally unannounced. And um, how's he, he
0: getting into people's houses now? I, that's, I, I that's, don't that's know. That's what I'm worried he, about.
3: He must be good at picking locks or something. And uh, um, no, he must have arranged you know, jumping in, fences. In or uh, I know somebody. Yeah. Will, somebody. Yeah, somebody lets him in. Um, yeah. But you know, but no one's parents. like called
0: the guards or anything. No, the there hasn't been any arrest yeah.
3: but um But he's been leaving fans in tears um, with the performances. And um, when he's arrived at their house to sing, and uh, it's just. So he's just one of these people, isn't he, that just loves his fans and he's just so Absolute. he gives everything. He does. He does give he does. everything. Does and he just turn up
0: by himself or with a, a, a No, he's just a, a, few, <laughs> a few dozen of a camera crew.
3: No, well I guess it's somebody behind a camera, of course. Yeah. It's him oh, and yeah, his guitar. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um and you know. uh it, so and then there was also footage emerged this week um of an um, a bit of a sing song that he had with Courtney Cox um, in her kitchen. So they're an unlikely uh friendship apparently that Came through her ex agents. Johnny.
2: <laughs> 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 is, it, is she I'm still with her? Yeah, sorry,
3: jeez, yeah. sorry. She's sorry, still Courtney. with him? Johnny Mac did. Right, she was. Snow Patrol. Oh, all right, 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 yes. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, they had a good old sing song. Johnny
0: like sounds like a fellow owns a pub and He's ballad dream. Heart. You know, well, all right. a, I don't
3: know. I don't <laughs> think there are any McDaylog pubs in ballad <laughs> dream. But uh, so, um, the, anyways, the album Autumn yeah. Variations is like out. The 29th September. Some really cute stuff um, on social from that. Um, of this is crying. like, yeah,
0: because this is just... Well, it's clever marketing. It is. Really, it, is. it is brilliant marketing, really. you got but hats off to I don't
3: doubt them. that Ed is really committed to his fans and that he really just, at the core of it, he's about the fans.
0: And the millions of dollars. <laughs> too, I would have thought. Now, actually, this is... there's going to be a Wagatha Christie book which I think probably will fly off the shelves
3: I I think it will and I would read it as well Colleen Rooney she's set to write um, an autobiography book about obviously her life but mainly about the legal battle with Rebecca Vardy which happened obviously over the last few years um, after that infamous tweet in 2019 but the book deal has been signed by Penguin it's called My Account and uh, Rooney took to her Instagram yesterday to announce news with this really sleek picture of her she looks So cool in it and badass. And the book is going to be like really revealing of her life and of that time and of the court case and just maybe some you know background stuff that we don't know obviously it's like what else is there to know probably (laughs) not much but yeah Um, so probably like the classy suit she wore and you know that type of thing Ed Sheeran Um, playing
0: uh, in her kitchen that (laughs) kind of
3: thing (laughs) but obviously the public have been absolutely fascinated with Colleen Rooney more so than Wayne because they've been in the limelight since they were like 16 and you know she went to the World Cup with the Wags and she she hadn't even finished school, you know. She, mm. They were just this really um couple that just people were absolutely fascinated with. Well, if so, you look
0: at them, because it's interesting and, because as time have moved on, like she married this, you know, at the time, you know, well, I suppose after a few years, millionaire footballer. But now people look at them and go, you know, he's lucky to have her, isn't yeah, he? he? Yeah, he
3: is. He was always lucky to have her and she stuck with him through an awful lot of stuff. Yeah, it is true, yeah. Um, and uh, anyway, so obviously her and... Emma Vardy or Rebecca Vardy have been dining out on this trial for a while now and I'm sure it'll garner lots of attention once it's released but obviously the trial has you know it's been on the West End as a play and I think it was here in Dublin on stage as well over the summer Channel 4 and BBC have had programmes out about it and there's also going to be a three part programme um, coming out later this year maybe even next month with Disney that's kind of her own story around the case as well. So I've no doubt that my account will fly off the shelves when it is
0: released. Kaching, yeah, her. absolutely, ka-ching. <laughs> It Must be said. So
3: what else more can they do with it now? The, yeah. the TV, the book, yeah. So.
0: Uh, someone was asked for one of these F one things. My ears were perfectly fine without the earplugs, except for the high pitched ringing that I've had since. Have you have you no, have you I noticed had, anything? Had no
2: ringing. Maybe it was just because of what um, whatever corner I was at. So I was at the parabolica, the final turn in Monza. So they're kind of slowing down a little bit so it's not as loud so maybe, that. I, so maybe I got yeah. lucky yeah. but yeah no, no ringing in the ears just my legs were absolutely killing me because the walk to try and get to the seats was <laughs> absolute killer I walked 25 kilometers in three days <laughs>
0: Why, how far, Like from the no front door to the Oh, Could
2: you not find someone to give
0: you a lift?
2: <laughs> lift. <laughs> no, no, literally like to try and get from where <laughs> where you're dropped off by the shuttle bus into your seats and then if you do any like wandering around in between or just before the race or th- things like that. It's like, yeah. And also when you get up to the seats where ours were, we had to get up this like hill but it was like almost vertical. <laughs> it was that steep and there was people kind of looking at it being like, how do I get up there? <laughs> and it's like you just got to haul ass and try to okay. get up the
0: helicopter. I so, so, say rich, fancy people go, and what what do they get? Is somebody there? Somebody who give them a piggyback up there. They're they're like in that. like
2: the big grandstand seats. We, yeah. we were not in the big grandstand seats. We were there with all of the uh, shout out to the Cassidy Travel crew. We were all there after booking with <laughs> with them, yeah. and we were all sitting in the same row, just being like, "Did did you book with them?" It's like, "Yeah, yeah, we did."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so just call that the Factor Fifty Corner, yeah. <laughs> right? So, what did we drink first, uh, Linda?
2: We are going to have Would you like to say it for us, Olivia? And why do you know this? So it's uh well, it's the same name as a Formula, w- Formula 1 racing driver. uh truly. There you go. That's imagine that. Wow. Okay. So
1: the wine is truly it's Vermentino is the grape usually found in Sardinia. And I I did a corporate wine tasting last night that was all Italian wines. And I did three whites, three reds. And a few of the comments were basically like, wow, like I didn't realise you got decent wine other than Pinot Grigio from Italy. And I was like, yeah, there's so much excitement from Italy. Lesser known, but explore them. So like even last night we did a grape called Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, Coca-Cola, coca and a grape called Fiano. And this is Vermentino, you know, and it's just for me, this is just so vibrant, so bright. It's got kind of lemon peel, mango loads going on. Um, you don't need food you can just drink it picture yourself is this Formula One driver attractive now Olivia that's you're talking about
2: uh, uh, <clears throat> no unfortunately uh, damn it
1: <laughs> damn it um, so yeah like I mean you just sit back you don't need food with this but it's absolutely beautiful if you think of where it's so this is from Puglia region um, but typically they're from Sardinia seafood shellfish simple pasta anything at all and it's just so good so what do you think
3: Oh, yeah, it's
1: lovely. It. Yeah. 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 Um, so good. Delicious. So um, you can get it in good independence all over the place. But Devony's Dundrum, McHugh's, Drink Store, Sweeney's D3, Malloy's, between 16 and 18 euro. Yeah. I think it's really, really nice. Yeah,
0: what's the ABV on that now? What would you think? I would say it's maybe a 12, is it? It's 12 and a half, which is okay. even why okay, I like it even nice. more. Yeah.
1: Like the sun is shining, so it's not too heavy or anything. It's just stainless steel, no oak, just fresh and vibrant. And Okay,
0: dish. lovely stuff. Uh, the um, la, la, la. I'd certainly be in fecking tears if Ed Sheeran broke into my house uninvited <laughs> and started singing, says uh, Richard the Thatcher. Uh, well, yes, Ed Sheeran should love his fans since they made him a multi-millionaire. And Jen says about movies, I've watched the trailer for the new movie with Patrick Keelty, and Sean like it looks very good. Is there kind of a bit of a buzz about that?
2: There is actually, yeah, and I think because it was timed almost perfectly with him taking over. The, I know. The late, late, late show he's as well. really having a week, isn't <laughs> he? he? Yeah. He's just like hitting the promo trail left, right, and centre. So it's, it's not a film I've, I've been able to see yet, but it's definitely on my watch list. Yeah, it looks very
0: lovely. It does look very lovely, and I've seen like minor key masterpiece and all that kind of yeah. uh, that kind of stuff. So uh, good on him. Uh, doesn't uh, somebody wants to know? Uh, Linda, does Italy uh, export more wine than France? There was a drinks
1: report released this week, and I think so. Let me check, but I think so. Yeah, yeah. So we drink more Chilean wine, yeah, more than than any other wine. Yeah, Chilean. let me let me double check on yeah, a break and okay. come back. But yeah, like Chile and Italy, as far as I know, is a biggest we import more than than France.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone says F one is one of the most boring sports ever. It's a PlayStation thing that escaped into the real world,
2: which is so funny because Max Verstappen actually said that he wants to take. Gamers from behind the controller and put them into cars and make them racing drivers which is essentially which is essentially the uh, you mean kill them (laughs) but essentially the the storyline from Gran Turismo which is a uh, driving game which did exactly that as a Nissan promo thing (laughs) and it became a movie
0: (laughs) does he know that yet?
2: (coughs) I'm sure he does they're even filming with Brad Pitt uh, or at least they were pre-strike Brad Pitt was filming his Formula 1 film um, with them as well
0: Movies and booze. I'm Moncrief on News Talk.
2: It's an investment video.
0: Hey, Jenny,
2: for real, I wouldn't take investment advice from a guy in a cat shirt.
3: Oh, okay. Who do
0: you take investment advice from?
2: I don't have investments. Mm. And if I did, I'd listen to, like, a banker. Just the way they like it.
0: They. <laughs> oh, boy, here we go.
2: Just never mind.
0: <laughs> no, 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 please tell me. I'm dying to know what Luke Wilson from the Royal Tannenbaums
2: thinks we should do with our $68,000 a year.
0: Who from what?
2: Ugly Bjorn Borg.
3: Okay, fine. Wall Street is betting that this company is going to fail. It's called shorting. And if it fails, well, then everybody loses their job. But these hedge fund assholes make a shit ton of money. It's bullshit. It's a bull- way for rich people to get richer.
0: <laughs> How do you even find this guy?
3: 70,000 people have watched this video. He posts his balance sheets and everything. Wall Street Bets is going crazy over this. Who? It's an internet forum.
2: Uh-huh. On Reddit. No, see, no, no, no. I'm not going to do this with you. The last time you brought up Reddit, it was just all these oil paintings of Donald Trump on horseback. You liked it. Detestable.
0: Right, that's uh, dumb money. That clip there, half of it was in Morse code, as you uh, probably heard. Uh, Now, it is based, uh, Olivia, on a true story. This is like the the, the chain, the GameStop chain was suddenly worth a load of money, even though it was going down the swanee.
2: Exactly. So it all started because um, this guy called Keith Gill, he was a YouTuber who basically... He would do like a lot of cat videos, but then he would also do some stock stuff. And he was like, I have invested. <laughs> There's a
0: combination. yeah. And, and you know what?
2: It clearly worked because yeah. he started talking about how he feels that stock for GameStop is really, really cheap. It's good value for money. And he would just suggest it. And then there was a channel on Reddit that picked it up. And then suddenly everyone was just sort of like, yeah, like, why not? We'll we'll also throw some some money at it. And they were called retail investors. So okay. they're just like... Random people who just decide to throw a couple of quid in or maybe a little bit more um, as opposed to the, you know, big head honchos who would be investing like hundreds of thousands or millions um, of dollars. So what a short squeeze is, and I'm going to read this out so I don't get it wrong. It is a rapid increase in the price of a stock owing primarily to an excess of short selling of a stock rather than underlying fundamentals. So, like a new product launch and then people start investing in this company um, because they think it's going to make a lot of money because mm. of this thing. Um, this had nothing to do with that. It was just a lot of people just jumped on the bandwagon and a lot of them made a heck of a lot of money.
0: Right. Okay. But, but, but the, the stock in, inflated against everyone's expectations.
2: Almost 300%, I think, okay. was one of the... Then I remember it,
0: from the film. And then did it not just drop like a stone when everyone realised it was...
2: It started dropping a little bit, mainly because the... Oh, kind of spoiler alert, but there were reasons why people couldn't see what Keith was doing. Because they were saying, hold, hold, hold. And if everyone keeps holding, the stock's just going to keep going up. Mm. But then something happened. They couldn't see if Keith was selling or if he was still holding. And people panicked. And then they sold. So then the stock started to drop. Okay. Um. Some people were able to make it back. Some people weren't. But that's, you know, the the investment game. And then when people find find out what Keith had done, then it kind of continues the story to reach its conclusion, if that makes sense. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm trying not to spoil it. I know, uh, no, no, I know no, it's based no. on a true story so no. people could just Google it, but uh, no. I'm just so conscious of people being like, how dare you say that already? Yeah. No, because
0: I suppose a, a, a challenge, I suppose, when you're telling this kind of story is that there's a big macro picture, as you told there, but you need to have it embedded. You need to tell that story whilst having... Characters at the centre of it.
2: Exactly. So what they've done with this is that it focuses on, of course, Keith and his family. So Keith is played by Paul Dano and his wife is played by Shailene Woodley. And his brother is uh, Pete Davidson. And I have to say, the two of them play brothers far too well. The <laughs> bickering, it was like, literally, I was like, okay, th- these guys maybe are brothers. That's how good they were. <laughs> um, but then you also have some of like the hedge fund investors who were the ones that were really trying to stop people from making the stock go (laughs) up. Um, You also have some people who jumped on the bandwagon and decided to invest as well. You've got a guy who actually worked in GameStop that was doing this. You've got a nurse who's played by America Ferreira, who you heard in the clip. Um, We've also got uh, Sebastian Stan plays one of the business owners of the app that they were using in order to make these investments and how he was integral in, you know, how certain things happened as well. And yes, it is It sounds more complicated because I'm trying to not spoil things, but it is actually explained just well enough for you to get what's going on. Because at the end of the day, people who were investing all their money in this thing didn't know as much as, say, Keith Gill did. Yeah. but they were just trusting in him. And, you know, some of them made a hundred, like, couple of hundred thousand dollars out of it. Yeah. So, like, you know, it, we, we know about as much as the people who were doing this in reality, so, <laughs> yeah. which I think is a good way of doing it, because if they tried to overdo it, it would have been too much and people would have just tuned out.
0: Yeah. Now, the, the, interesting, Seth Rogen is kind of cast as the evil banker type in this. The, he is. Uh, he, and, which completely against the usual type.
2: Which I think is really good. He's definitely stepping out of his comfort zone a little bit more um, with certain roles that he's taking. And I think with this, he plays it so straight that you're kind of like, is it actually Seth Rogen in there? Mm. Like, are you all right? (laughs) But um, no, I thought he actually did a really, really good job. And even though he doesn't actually share any scenes directly with them, um, he does have um, dialogue with Vincent D'Onofrio and with his name's gone out of my head. Nick Offerman, there we go. Yeah. Um, and both of them are kind of like, we know Vincent D'Onofrio can play a bit of a bad guy. So he's mm. another one of the hedge fund guys. But Nick Offerman is just sort of like, you can tell he's not a good character. Yeah. He's just sort of like, a, a bit sort of like, just strange just sort of like, stares at you and you feel really uncomfortable. But like, that, that's kind of what you wanted from the character. Yeah. So um, all three of them, I thought, were very well cast in okay. that
0: sense as well. Okay. That's interesting. Well, because uh, I was learning about Seth Rogen, he probably just said, don't act stoned in this one. <laughs> go, okay, and I know what I'll do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but that's, uh, that's how we do it. Is. So yeah, so uh, stonkingly good. Yeah, honestly, is, it, is this kind of, is, is it somewhat comic as well?
2: Yeah, there are some absolutely proper laugh-out-loud moments, mostly due to Pete Davidson, um, who just has some of like the best one-liners. None of them I can repeat on air before 9pm because... Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Certain languages. Well, based used. on that clip, beep, beep, yeah. <laughs> I'm Literally. glad you. Sorry,
1: I'm glad you said who the the clip was, the lady, because I was like, who is that? It's the girl from Barbie, I, isn't it? It, it is. Okay. So
2: everyone would know America Ferrera from doing that epic speech um, in the Barbie movie. So everyone's kind of like very tuned into her voice mm-hmm. nowadays. Mm. Um, but yeah, she's also fantastic. She plays a nurse who invests low, like basically all of her life savings in this. And her story is is quite interesting. We've also got um, two college girls who are just trying to you know get rid of their their student loan debt. Um, it, it covers a lot of people, and I'd say the only downside is that it, there was probably too many of them.
0: Yeah, I yeah. think
2: they probably could have done without one, maybe two of those groups, just to kind of hone it in on the the actual story at hand, which was what happened with with Keith Gill and how it kind of affected the whole economy mm. nearly at one point and it's kind of sad to see that you know GameStop actually just recently pulled out of Ireland completely so yeah. the, the, the it didn't actually help it survive in the end Yeah, um, I think it is still going digitally only but uh, yeah And,
0: and do though all those stories kind of operate parallel to each other or do, uh, they don't really cross over that much
2: No they don't cross yeah. over so th- they'd all be more like their own individual selves so the only kind of crossover is slightly with uh, Paul Dano uh, Keith Gill And some of the the hedge fund investors. But that's very much like the towards the end of the film for a very specific reason.
0: Okay, fair enough. Okay, it sounds great.
2: Uh, Uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's a very solid uh, four stars out of five.
0: uh, Is this in the the cinemas?
2: It is in cinemas now. All right. Okay.
0: Uh, Now, uh, somebody on Twitter (laughs) says that that the wine we just tasted actually is Jarno Trulli's wine. Um, Because it is called uh, Trulli. (laughs) As far as we know, it probably is.
1: I'm trying to find out how much involved he is, or if he's like at the face behind. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, right. there's so many like celebrity wines out there where they put their little photo beside it. So, um yeah, like I mean, I've looked up lots of different things about him. I can't find how, and but maybe he like picks the grapes. There's so, lots uh, of
0: pictures of him holding a glass f- yes. of wine. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> 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 nice, look, nice looking chap. Yeah, uh, yeah. you really mean. Yeah.
2: Oh, well, sorry. <laughs> God. So he's he would on be on, on the, of He's on
0: like the ugly end of of.
2: Yeah. Drivers. Wow. Okay. In, in my book, yeah. <laughs> I have yeah. a new sport. Wow. Yarno truly, if you're listening, I'm terribly sorry. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, the, uh, my, myself, my daughter, and two sisters went to F1 in Hungary, got the grandstand seats right opposite Mercedes Garage and tickets very reasonable. Cassidy travelled too, and we requested grandstand, and they were <laughs> fabulous. Uh, only about uh, a kilometre of walking. Nice. They said.
2: Well, you were jammy with that. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, Narn says, uh, I went to the F1 in 2010 in Germany. I lasted half an hour before the pain in my ears got too much. So I put uh, one earplug in. I had a ringing in my ears for two days afterwards. I permanently damaged my hearing in my left ear using a grinder a few weeks later. It was a combination of two l- loud noises that caused the damage, but totally worth it for F1.
2: There you go. That's the dedication right there. Actually, he just reminded me as well when um, there was a Red Bull event in Dublin earlier this year and David Coulthard was driving one of the old um, Red Bull cars. And now the noise of that was absolutely ringing in my ears for a day or two afterwards. But because they've, they've upgraded the... The engines over the years, they're they're not as loud as they used to be, which annoys some people. But I'm kind of like, I oh, know health and safety here, lads. I just googled um, hottest Formula One drivers, <laughs> and I can confirm that <laughs> Trolley
3: isn't there.
0: He isn't there. No, no. no, he's not there. Yeah, well, what's is that well, a top, top ten? I don't want to go objectifying. <laughs> Formula of one not, no, of course not, not. No, of course not. but, but we'll, they literally yeah. <laughs> drive objects. <laughs> but is that like the top nine, top ten? That's
3: the the, the top uh, nine right oh, well, here. He might he
0: might be in there at eleven. Maybe. Say, a Google
3: solid Hot
0: 11. Wine yeah. Done, yeah. Uh, uh Short selling shouldn't be allowed, says Chris. It's a licence for hedge funds to destroy perfectly good companies. We're all nodding along with you, Chris. Because we still don't understand what the hell it is. Uh, now, uh, for a change, Netflix are going to release a documentary uh, where we find out about a little-known individual, uh, David Beckham. Uh, we know nothing about him.
3: I... I don't care how much I know about David Beckham and the family. I want to know more. As the cool kids would say, hook it to my veins, Sean. OK. I, um, this is a docu-series by Netflix and it's going to be airing on the 4th of October. And there was a snippet out during the week where uh, Roy Keane was kind of, it's just a clip uh, about the documentary and Roy Keane was doing a face camera piece but it's a four-part documentary telling the inside story of the global superstar.
0: There but is no inside story. <laughs>
3: yeah, you're, yeah, but I, do, I just want to know more. Um, on the lead up to this, obviously there's going to be a, a bit of a drip feed of information about stuff that we possibly don't know, um, including this story that's emerged in recent days that Mammy Beckham was a bit suspicious about Victoria and she felt that uh, he, David would lose everything um, if, she start, if he started a relationship with Victoria Ooh. Beckham. But But I think that, like, actually, Alex Ferguson was a bit dubious about the relationship as well, because, you know, from a performance point of view and a distraction point of view, they didn't want him having any type of an outside world other than football. Um, And obviously, Mammy Beckham, Sandra. Can I call her Sandra? Yeah, yeah. Sandra. yeah I think it's OK. She drove him to all the games. Like she, she, you know, drove him up and down the country 200 miles every weekend to see him play, to support him. She was, you know, put a lot of her time and effort into his Could career. Could he not so.
0: drive himself?
3: Well, like, she you was have 13 legs. or 14. Oh, at the right, time. Right, like, okay, so she yeah. right. Like, yeah, okay. he was signed to, like, <laughs> yeah. junior clubs and yeah. he was, like, right. no age. Okay. Um, so she's often been seen, obviously, as the force behind Beckham and his career starting. But when, in those early days, when he started dating the Spice Girl, um, his, his mother was worried that, uh, he would be distracted by it. Um, but obviously. They proved her wrong, and they started dating in 1997. They used to meet in car parks, Um, you know, on, appropriately on enough yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in East London. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Beckham was obviously well-established footballer when by y- the time y- they got engaged. Y-
0: y- did they first meet in a car park? Was it like a <laughs> no, kind of dogging <laughs> scenario? <laughs> More cars. <laughs> I don't know. No, i will I no. Was that's accident. something
3: I no. didn't know. <laughs> uh, they were introduced, aren't they? She went to a football game, and then they were talking, and the players lounge god I know too much about their lives Um, they were talking in the players lounge for about an hour afterwards and then they felt the the most discreet place they could meet was in car parks
0: wow yeah I know
3: yeah. Wow. Um, well, I so wonder <laughs> who
0: brought that up. So, like, would you like to meet again in a car their park? They're agents, Sean. They're agents brought it. <laughs> yes, up. no doubt.
3: Um, so, and then obviously they um, got married in 1999, had yeah. a lavish ceremony here in those infamous thrones that they sat on. And they will be next year celebrating their 25th wedding anniversary. Um, so obviously no doubt this Netflix series will go down a treat. I'll be absolutely glued to it. And then Save Our Squad. He's all over the place because Save Our Squad is going to be coming to... Disney on the 9th of November where he's going to be coaching an under-14s football team in East London near Lathenstoke where he was born.
0: Right, OK. Yeah, I was
3: doing a little bit of research on Yeah, him.
0: there we go. So, there we go. So, listeners, you don't have to watch that Netflix documentary. <laughs> <laughs> you just heard all of it. Movies and booze on Moncrief on News Talk. Right, let's uh, toast his good fortune, Linda. What are we drinking next?
1: We have a beautiful, bright, juicy Rioja, Uh, not your typical oak. Yeah, look, you like that. Oh, the smell, yeah, it smells on So it's so fruity and vibrant, unlike the kind of vanilla, spice and oak oak that you'd normally get from wines. So this is just a kind of a new wave of styles trying to get kind of younger people, I suppose, onto... Rioja wines, which are more class, like you know, people tend to drink the classic ones. They know it, it's a safe bet, but the world is changing around wine. There's lots of different things, but the vines here are over a um, hundred years old, um, planted in an area, and then there's new vines as well. So it's a mixture from like a small village that they picked all the the grapes and made this little beauty, but they've made it different that they they don't. Um, it's a process called carbonic maceration where they put the whole um, bunches of grapes in. And it's a difference. so it gives more juicy, vibrant, less tannin. So it's mm. very soft yeah. and easy, isn't it? Like you could just completely drink that on its own. Doesn't need food, but what it would pair with is nearly everything. Simple pizza, pasta, chorizo, any little dish at all. And it goes really, really well, but you don't need food. And for me, I could chill this. Um, yeah, you know yeah, it's, you coach, it's the yeah. type that you can imagine where it's a big heavy oak style. Personally, I wouldn't. Um, and with a big oaky wine uh, like Rioja Reserve that you would need to have some like lamb or beef or something more substantial with this. New Wave, fun, vibrant, we like it.
0: And so yeah. uh, the, the difference between carbonic maceration and the traditional way, what would they be? So, what so they carbonic
1: do? maceration is like Beaujolais, do you know, like yeah. flurries and things like that. Yeah. That would be a lighter style. So whereas normally they would de-stem the grapes and they would have the grapes make the, the grape juice, whereas this is a different process where the CO two is released and it's more bubblegummy, yes. <laughs> you know, juicy and yeah. fruity and that. And um, it just gives a lighter style wine, paler in color and um, lower tannin. Yeah, because yeah, yeah.
0: because it, it, like sometimes you you sip just sip a ryokka and you can feel yourself dehydrating almost immediately. Whereas this, yeah, you're right. This is kind of more like a Beaujolais. Yeah,
1: yeah, like it's that kind of style that they're looking for 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 yeah, a lighter. Now, it's still 13.5%. Right, but it's, OK. You know, because it has that the, the ripeness of the fruit. But it's, it's lighter in, in terms of body and you don't feel, you know, it, does, it doesn't feel heavy.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, it's lovely. It's, uh, it's really nice. Again,
1: price-wise between 17 and 18. Good independence. Clontarf wines, nude wines, wine online, Pinto and Sweeney's for a few.
0: OK, very nice. So George Currie reckons that the, the writer strike is going to end soon.
3: Yes, well, it, he said that it mm. will end. It will end sometime. Okay, well, that's not really. That's <laughs> not really. Yeah. That
0: one. Everything will end when the sun runs out of. <laughs> <laughs> um.
3: So he's speaking at a digital congress in, in Germany this week and he shared his support for uh, the people who are on strike in the industry, 160,000 uh, people affected by that and people that are struggling to, to make a living. And so he said that it's right to stand up and um, that he, he said that we we're going to get through this soon. Obviously, talks are ongoing. Yeah. They're in their third day. Um, there's a clash, over, obviously, over pay and conditions. The strike is in its 145th day. They hope that they might be able to reach some type of a a conclusion to this this evening Um, so there's been really long talks
0: like people have lost their (coughs) houses and stuff you know it's huge and it has
3: such a knock on effect like you just said so it's um, but yeah let's hope maybe even over into next week that there'll be some good news for the people who are affected by it Uh,
0: right okay (laughs) And, and Now, we don't know who the next James Bond's going to be. When are they going to announce that? That's been dragging out forever. Forever.
3: It's like, you know, Bucky's favourites, odds on, loads of speculation. And now we're adding to the speculation because it's who's going to sing the theme tune to the movie that hasn't been announced or isn't
0: even in production. So, yes, hasn't been written, probably, because they're on strike. Yeah. uh, Ah, oh, stop. Anyway, who, reckon, who do they reckon but, it will but,
3: be? Uh, Odds-on favourite is Harry Styles, and you can just ah, you, you can see that. You yeah. can see that, can't you? Yeah. Um. So, uh, um, you know, it, it, there's other people in the mix like Ed Sheeran, who we just mentioned today. Ed Sheeran, in somebody's <laughs> kitchen,
0: right? You see the gems, <laughs> Yeah,
3: on the spoon. Yeah. <laughs> but you can. Uh, Harry Styles is just the class act that you need for Bond. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you when you think about it, who else has done it? Adele has done um, a song for, that got a, got an, or not an Oscar or something. Yeah. It got did, some awards in it. It's a, yeah, it usually
0: works better it though if it's a woman I always thought. Kylie, they do, yeah. Yeah, yeah Kylie? like a big belter yeah. of a song. Did you Kylie know? sing a song no, for her? No,
3: no. no, Yeah, she's a bit poppy. She's, I think they need a big yeah game yeah. but last, I like the idea. Of Harry Styles.
2: Am I right in saying that the last three James Bond songs won the Oscar?
3: Cranky. Do I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure, but yeah, so, the, yeah. the
2: names that have been
3: thrown out to um, to play James Bond are Idris Elba, Tom Hardy, Henry Cavell. Um, but obviously, the the one that I'm hoping for is that Harry will be singing the theme tune.
0: They yeah, the they, they reckon you. it'll drop a generation anyway, and it mightn't be any of those people. <gasps> really?
2: um, they were yeah, they'll go for Idris somebody Alba's in 30s. old now yeah.
0: Oh no, he's Can you imagine? Idris Elba's too yeah. old. Crikey. That's depressing. Right, let's move <laughs> on to our second movie of the day. Flora and Son, here's a clip. Java lyric. Oh, geez, but not
2: yet. Come
0: on.
3: Come on, girl, you know how much I want you. Like a ghost, I'm going to haunt you. Meet me at my crib, bring your friends. Maybe we can drive a Mercedes Benz. We'll hang out poolside, have a drink, swimming against the tide, not gonna sink. Come on, girl, let's get in trouble. Shake and not stir the James Bond from Dublin. What's it called? Dublin 07, like James Bond, but Dublin.
2: Ah, uh, you need a better title. Let me try something here.
3: The Joker with the Glasgow smile Ready to die for you I go in style Dressed from head to toe In Italian In the bed I'm like a stallion
0: Right Right <laughs> That is actually a word exclusive of uh, the new James Bond song. Uh, um <laughs> to mind all your Ed uh, nonsense. Uh, that's actually what it's going to be. Uh, so um, that's kind of cute.
2: I've been here like bopping away to it and I'm like, I'm so glad that this is the clip that was played. And <laughs> I'm cringing
0: for
3: you.
2: Do uh, uh, you know what? It is one of those moments in the film where you just go with it. You're like, yeah, go on, kid. You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, you've just listened to one of the songs from Flora and Son. Okay. And it's about Flora and her son, Max. Uh, Max is a bit of a a rogue, shall we say. He keeps nicking things and getting caught. Um, So she's trying to find ways to make him, you know, not have such sticky fingers and gets him a guitar. Finds it in a skip, gets it done up, hands it to him. And then he goes, "Nah, I don't want to be playing guitar. Like, what are you doing? No interest. So she decides that she's going to learn how to play the guitar. And then she meets, well, I say meets, she Googles all of these um, YouTube videos to try and find someone to teach her how to play the guitar. And she ends up, you know, seeing the lovely Joseph Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who plays Jack. And she goes, all right, I'll have a bit of him and maybe he can teach me guitar.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Now, he's American. So, Yeah,
2: yeah. All done over Zoom.
0: Okay, right. Okay, that's clever. Plus also very cost effective, no doubt. Uh, saving the expensive hotel bills. I
2: think he did come for a little bit because the way that they do some scenes, it's as if they're in the same room together, which is actually some of the segues into that are really, really lovely. Um... So I think maybe he was here for a little bit, or else maybe they, they had it set up in the States and they flew over to do it there. I don't know. Yeah. Um it could be, you know, cinema magic. Um yeah. but to but me it that looked like main, he came over. Yeah,
0: is that the main story arc then? Him teaching her to play the guitar or, yeah. or Oh right, okay, fair yeah. enough. And so also, what does Jack and what happens, do? And
2: also what happens with Max. <laughs>
0: right, okay. And so
2: Jack Rayner is uh, Max's dad. So Flora okay. and he have split up and they oh my god, Eve Houston and Jack Rayner, they just Bounce off each other like mad. It, they just had such great chemistry, I thought. There's a scene outside the house, and I cannot repeat any of the sentences that come out of Eve Houston's mouth, but everyone sits there like chuckling away, feeling uncomfortable. But it is exactly, you're just sort of like, yeah, go on. Yeah. <laughs> go on, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. What's
0: the gist of the conversation there? She's but, given out to him, or she's.
2: So he has a new to... lady. Okay. And she is asking for comparisons. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think it's the best way I can phrase yeah. it. Okay.
0: Fair enough. Yeah.
2: Um, like, I do not know how John Carney's mind works, but for what he has now put onto the screen with this script and the direction, everything like that. Oh my God. Like, clearly he's gas crack. I didn't want to take him out for a couple of pints. Yeah. There was even at the, so I was at the lovely preview screening last night and there was even a little sing song at the end. Because, of course, none of the actors um, who were there under, who had uh, partaken in the film, they, or, SAG, yeah. they couldn't. Um, but they got all the other actors up on stage and also the the writers of the songs. And he and John played one of the songs at the end. And it was just so lovely just to hear it kind of live. And it was a lovely mm. little sing song. They gave us all the lyrics so we could join in. And it is actually a very catchy song <laughs> as yes. well. Um, like, I know it might be a little bit early to talk Oscar buzz, but like, I would, really? hope, I would love to see that on, on the billing. I know Barbie's probably going to get two nominations but I think for if there was space for for Flora and Sun to have a song in there as well I would love to see that.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's no it, it, it is in cinemas but is this one of those we'll just have it in cinema long enough so we can be nominated for an Oscar job?
2: Kind of. Yeah. So it's going to be in Irish cinemas, uh, select Irish cinemas from today, the 22nd, and then it's landing on Apple TV Plus uh, next week, uh, next Friday, the ninth. Okay,
0: right. Okay. So uh, catch it while you can. Uh, thank you all very much, uh, Linda, Olivia, and uh, Annette. That's a lot uh, for today. Movies and Booze on Moncrief, on News Talk.